Okay, we're on. All right. So on a on a grander scale, and the thing that so many white people just don't understand is that simply because, and I'm going way back, simply because slavery ended, simply because um, there was the end of the Jim Crow, well, on paper, I should say, the end of the Jim Crow era, the Civil yeah, Rights Act. because apparently that shit's still real alive around here. Right. So I, I, had, I had to put that, that disclaimer in there. Simply because these events happened on a legal and official level, um, by no means does that mean that all these prejudices that were built over years and years back from when we were three-fifths of a person, they they don't just fade away because if, if culturally, you know, it's still practiced, but, you know, behind closed doors up until, or fairly behind closed doors until fairly recently, but if those attitudes are still there, then it's going to show up in moments of, as you said, moments of extreme anger, extreme emotion. So, like, if you take the the um, Drew Brees comments, for example, his his first comments before before he backtracks like a uh -huh. like a like a Pro Bowl cornerback, mm -hmm. um, he 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 goes, what are one of one of the one of the many common um, yep. routes of defense, which which is flag, patriotism, uh -huh. what it means to be, you know, a true American and so on and so on and so on. That's, that's one of the things that they always go back to is, well, yeah. you know, you disrespect the flag and so on and so on and so on. Okay, and I thought, as soon as I saw, I saw those comments, I thought to myself, okay, well, how many times have I spoken on on uh, Cora about my grandfather who served Maybe. in Korea and okay. came back to a country that still, where he had to go to the back yeah. of the, the diner to pick up to pick up his food, can't even go inside, can't stay in the same hotel, you know, all that stuff. And but him, he was and, also fighting for this country, yeah. Right, through all that, he still fought, and is still, to this day, 89 years old, still very proud yep. of that fact, yep. despite, despite all that. And Breeze's grandfathers, they could come back to this country, you know, kiss, kiss that woman in Times Square, the sailor, you know, all that shit. He like just again. I'm not surprised, but it is. It's like it's the 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 blinding lack of understanding of what of what Kaepernick knelt for. Not he he didn't, he didn't even he didn't you know raise his fist. He just he simply knelt after getting the advice from a military member on what the best way to protest was respectfully. You know, and he yeah. still just he just didn't he didn't get it until. All those people called him out on that shit, and suddenly, like I said, I mean, he he was just backtracking, you know. He tucked it right back in the closet. He tucked oh, it right boy. back in the closet. You know, that's the sad part, BG. Okay, I was earlier this week um, when I had, you know, posted that nobody better touch my co-host while he's, you know, down in LA. I spoke with Earl, you know, from from the column on okay. the phone. You know that he is the 34th member of his family to serve in the U.S. military, okay? His granddaddy went to college and got an accounting degree in 1956, okay? Do you know what that man must have went through? Oh. And you know why Earl 
called me, it was to thank me for speaking out. And I said, please don't do that. Please do not do that because this is not something I should even need to do. This should already have been done. How the fuck has this not phased out yet, BG? Who, who, who keeps training these fucking Nazis? How is it not? Look, don't we make them go to school? We make them go to school, right? Like, it's, it's mandatory now, right? Yeah. So how, how, how have people not been educated to the point where they understand that it, this should not, this should not be even in the closet anymore. This should not be, this should have been gone with their granddaddies. Who keeps teaching these? Who keeps teaching these people this shit? Who keeps? I I I don't comprehend. And you know, my own family, my own damn family. I have a cousin who is a cop. Okay, it's actually my cousin, the boxer's son. Okay. My other cousin, who I have loved dearly my whole life. All right, my cousin Harv. Don't you know I had to take his bitch ass off of my damn social media because his comments were so pro blue that they were anti civil right. And I almost lost my fucking mind. You know, my cousin who I have looked up to, who I have, how, how did I not know this? So of course I'm mad at myself, you know, what, why didn't I see this? Why? Because I know it didn't just happen overnight. It can't, right? So when the fuck, when when did this happen? Because we we grew up together, the same. So where's where did he get that poison from? You know, did, did, was he drinking some Kool Aid that I I didn't get? You know, or or what happened here? So needless to say, you know he he ain't on my shit no more, and 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 I really don't. Uh, I just can't see that happening again. You know, I can't, I can't see me seeing that side of you and, and ever looking at you the same way, you know? If they just. Well, you just, you just mentioned, um, you know, supporting, supporting the blue. And I don't, I don't think I'd actually written about this yet. Um, <clears throat> There was at some point I'm going to, uh, but uh, I was going to or am going to uh, write about what the responses to the initial wave of the Black Lives Matter um, movement and then the responses to those, you know, the All Lives Matter, Thin Blue Line, and basically the premise is that all of those things didn't really exist until, you know, an, an underserved group started to protest about unfair treatment, that suddenly we get these responses. And when it comes to, especially it comes to the, like the thin blue line and, and support the blue, back the blue, all that stuff. Yeah. What I, what I really don't understand is how people, including Mr. Mr. Uh, orangutan, dude. Um, how someone can like blindly 
support uh, a group and not see any faults or fallacies in them. And you know, they, they, if it was them, Brian, if it, if it, listen, if it was them, you know, and you know, I tell you this though, every every white dude I know that's been to county jail, he ain't hearing that shit. He ain't <laughs> hearing that shit at all. You know, because he's been on a felony stop. He's he's been, you know, face down on the pavement. He knows what the scenario is, you know. These jackbooted bitches don't give two hot dams about you. Listen, if some shit goes down at your house, they ain't coming there to save you. It says in their contracts they ain't got to save you. They don't give a fuck about you. They care about them. That's the thing. If there was a us and a them, it ain't a, a us and a them, me and you thing, B. It's the us and a them, we, them. You know what I mean? They got blue, period, at the end of the day. That's why nobody stopped that shit when it was George. That's why it took so long to get Justin for Brianna. That's why it took a, it took GBI get involved, you know, up, up there in Georgia. You know what I mean? For Ahmad. If, if there is not a camera on it, them bitches cover for each other all the way down the line. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is not a black and white thing. It's a blue and black and white thing. I cannot comprehend how these people are not seeing this shit. How, how do you, listen, and I'll tell you how I know, because, you know, Tyler, my first husband, the, you know, the one who uh, would rather buy the weed than pay the light bill, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he had a battery on a Leo. So we was always felony stop. Always driver, let me see your hands. Passenger, let me, at 19, I learned that shit, you know. There was never a question in my mind. They gonna do me the same way they do these brothers out here, you know, because in their eyes, I'm the same thing. I'm not blue. I'm anti-blue, apparently. You know what I'm saying? Listen, they, they don't care. They, they don't give a damn. The only thing is, with the mentality that these assholes have, these uh, these Jethro's out here have, what they're doing is they are providing the blind eye to be turned when they do what they do to black men out here in the streets. You know, because of these racist ass pieces of shit out here who are supporting these motherfuckers, that's why they're allowed to do what they do to black men. It's the you know, and black women and black women. Let's not forget about them. You know, yeah. it's the the worship of them that I I find oh. so you know so, <laughs> you know, but it goes it goes along with like the the, the difference between uh, like say patriotism and jingoism, you know. Yep. Patriotism. Yep. I mean, you can love your country, but still see its flaws and want it to okay. and want it to improve. And that's and that's that's where I am. You know, where I yeah. want to see things improve, but that, that doesn't that doesn't automatically mean that I hate my country. Absolutely. But these, but these jingoistic people who just refuse to see any flaw, and we see them on car all the time. The people that just oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, you, you can't say a bad word about about the U.S. at all to them because they'll just go. They'll just they just lose their minds. Oh yeah, I'll tell you what now. You you already seen 
boy, drop it at the door, drop it at the door. And I think that's why I got my time out now. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't give a rat's ass. Look, it's like this. I got the most, listen, I'm about to bust these stilettos out the closet and just show you, okay? But my red, white, and blue stilettos don't fuck around, all right? I've been known to give a flag like nobody's business, but I know what I see going on around me. And I know the shit is fucked up. This is not my USA. This is not what I want my country to be. This is not what I feel that freedom is. So where the fuck is, where, where's my idea of freedom? You know, who, 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 who do I need to shove the fuck down and stand on their motherfucking neck to get my idea of freedom? You know, this, this shit is not cool. This shit is not okay. This shit is inexcusable. 145 fucking years later, how is this still happening? If you seriously can defend these Nazis actions, baby, you got problems. You, you for real, you, you need a fucking lobotomy, you know? And, and, and I say that 100% serious, you know, it's, it's like I said, I got some luggage. You're welcome to come by and get it. Pack your shit up. Head on out to Greenland, Nova Scotia, wherever the fuck it is that everybody is pasty ass white. Take your ass there, okay? But get the fuck from around here because this is not okay. You know, it, um, it always makes me laugh when I, when I see that type of attitude towards like, you know, who... The, the the kind of Americans that that some that a lot of these people like think are real Americans versus the ones oh, yeah. that are not you know what I mean, and I, you think about it. Okay, so came from Europe, right? Took the land from Native Americans, mm-hmm. brought us over, and uh, came through Mexico. You know, it wiped the Spaniards wiped out the Aztecs, got mm-hmm. went in, went down into uh, South America. You know, the Incas. So on and so on. I mean, we, we, we've all heard the names before, you know, Cortez, Pizarro, and all those guys. Mm-hmm. So they come over, bring us over, take the land from, from the native peoples. Um, and then even when, when Mexico, or when the former Spanish empire was here, they drove them out to form, you know, the western part of the U.S. Sure, uh, after, and down after through they my house. The Indians. Yep, down through my house. Don't forget, yeah, they had exactly. Oh, yep. And, um, and yet, you know, this this whole notion that somehow being like a specifically white Christian, Protestant Christian. Let me let me let me. Make yeah. That oh point. yeah. Get that um, Protestant in there now. You know. You know. They, like, uh, don't you know that they're, they're perfection, baby? They're perfection. Shit. Then Protestants. What? You didn't know? <laughs> and and somehow like that's the notion of what uh, to them, you know, what a what a true American looks like. And yet, mm-hmm. you know, I think to myself, well. If you really didn't, uh, if you really didn't want us to be here in the first place, you should have sent us back after slavery ended. <laughs> you really should, you should, have, should have sent us all over to Liberia or something. But you know what? Sure. We're here, and quite frankly, for a lot, a lot of people that I know who, like whose parents came over, you know, in the late 19th century or the 20th century. I mean, my family's been here since slavery, since before slavery, or you know, since 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 uh, what the 1700s or so, 1800s. Mm-hmm. I mean, Theoretically, I'm more American than that person or that person or that person who, whose parents came over in like 1907 or something. I mean, I've been here longer. My family has been here longer. I have no culture to look back on. You know, I can't say, oh, me and my, I don't know, my Irish 
heritage or my Italian heritage. Like it's, you know, ethnically I'm West African, but culturally I'm hundred percent American. Absolutely. So, like I said, you know, you know you, you're, you're more American than me, you know, because, well, you know, my granddaddy, we can trace that all the way back to the trail of tears on my mama's side, you know, that's all Cherokee and Irish there. But I told you, you know, my, my, on my daddy said, you know, I first generation, you know, so, uh, you got a whole lot of years on me, you know, as far as that goes. And yet when people look at us, you know, apparently I'm the fucking American out of the two of us, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying. You know, these, these motherfuckers with their antiquated fucking ideas, you know, they what they're doing is it's like I say, be the only way you can not like black people is cause you don't know no fucking black people, you know, go fucking hang out in the hood for a day, man. First of all, you know, you'll barbecue some shit and it'd be delicious. Secondarily, you know, you can fucking sit around and cut up with folk all day, you know? And thirdly, maybe it'll loosen your fucking bitch ass up a little bit because you got to stick up your ass and it's not okay. You know, it's... Mm. But you just hit up on a key point there. And I and this is one of the things I've written about in the past, you know, when, and what I've uh, written about my various adventures in other places. There are so many people in this country who like don't encounter any non-white people whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Where I've been up in up in Oregon, North oh, yeah. where I live now, you know, I'm up in those states in the like the, the Idaho's, Montana's, all the stuff up there. there the militia people, states. Yeah, there are people who just uh -huh. just don't encounter anyone who doesn't look who doesn't who doesn't look like them at all. So all their ideas they get about other groups of people, black, Hispanic, whatever, Chinese, whatever. Like all of it is is either from, you know, media, me, the media, the internet. So they have no practical experience at all. And of course, if they if if all they do is let's say if they're if they're if they're more conservative, which a lot of them do up there. Okay. And of course, if they start listening to old boy, yeah, they're all going to be warped. Him, you know, what a uh, Breitbart and you know, the, the whole nine, Stormfront, all that stuff. That's all they're going to hear, and it's gonna—it's just, and it's generational, of course, you know. But that's that—that's all. That's all they hear and see about different groups of people, and therefore, it's, all their ideas are all warped. So when I come through town, you know, it's like a, like a freak show sometimes. Like, wow, he's—he's he's real. Look, look at that. Wow, wow. And he and he, he exactly. talks normally. He's not exactly. You no, know, but that. Ooh, it, it's been. It's, it's, I wouldn't call it aggressions, but it's like these little, well, like micro incidents um, where somebody may like say something or like look at me strangely when I just speak like I always do. And this is mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I don't put any kind of front. This is my normal voice. I speak like this exactly. all the time, you know. Exactly. But the fact, oh, on the phone, talking to customers on the phone, for example, talk to them on the phone, they see me in person, and they're just, oh. They, can't, you, you know? they can't equate your voice with your look because mm -hmm. they've, been so, they've been so brainwashed to believe that every black male speaks like Tupac, you know, mm -hmm. or you know what I'm saying? They, they can't comprehend for a moment that A, number one, you're educated, B, number two, you know, you ain't got to lick a thug in you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it, it can't, they can't wrap their fucking brain around it. Therefore, you know, they, they, they have to, I don't know. I don't know if they just, you know, see you as a fucking anomaly 
or you know yeah. they yeah yeah they, they they see you as the exception to the rule and not the rule you know and like what what is really happening here where do you not understand assholes these people have been fighting for an education for how fucking long did you think they wasted it get the fuck out of here <sighs> What I, what I think in many cases excuse me, is uh, that, you know, they have a stereotype. And when I break the stereotype, there's this, like you said, this level of just. What? What, what, what am I looking at? What am I? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, ha it, it happens. It happens so many times up there um, that. Uh, and then and this and this goes back to when I was young really young um if you are the only non well i'd say non-white person or in 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 a in, in an all-male environment which of course you you, you can uh, attest to if you're the only woman in that environment if you're um, um, any minority in a majority environment mm -hmm. they are going to base all of their first of all they're going to have to confront all the stereotypes about whatever you are you know if you if you break that mold or not or whatever and then also uh you are going to be the basis from then on in of how they feel about your whatever your group is like mm -hmm. so when i was younger um in, in what elementary school and stuff you know i remember kids asking me like why do you people do this why do you people do that and then once they got to know me a little longer, then that I became the basis for their entire for, the, for their entire view on on black people. Mm -hmm. And it didn't occur to me until when I when I was later to think to myself, wait a minute, I don't base my entire view of white people on you, the an, an individual, or you, an individual. Yet you do it to me all the time. Like that's not exactly. that's not fair. But because you're the only person of color that they know, you're right. the only person of color that they've encountered. And you know, I was speaking with Huggy about this earlier in the week. Now you know that. Huggy grew up in Montana to a white mother, okay? Huggy and his sister were the only people of color pretty much in the entire fucking state of Montana, you know? And to this day, you know, because he, like I said, he has, uh, you know, two masters, you know, and uh, he's a, a motivational speaker. So he deals with large groups of white corporate individuals, you know, uh, upper management, you know, uh, whatever, whatever, um, you know, which largely um, are, you know, made up of Biff, you know what I'm saying? So Huggy gets to deal with Biff all the time. And for those Biffs, Huggy is the only person of color that they affiliate with, you know? Um, well, that and their, you know, junior management staff that they, you know, feel so proud to tell you about, you know, that, I'm not racist at all. Yeah, exactly. Look at my black friend. Here's my black friend, you know. And, and, and you already knew I was going to take it there now. But he he has been, uh, uh, you know, just overrun with, uh, you know, all of the white people that he has, you know, coached to and affiliates with and, and whatnot. Uh, basically checking in on him and then asking him the person of color questions. Well. Is it okay if I, uh, do you feel it's racist if I, and Huggy's just like, okay, um, oh, I'm not sure if you know this, um, but I, I'm only one uh, person of color. There's a whole 
a whole bunch more out there now. Um, you know, and, and I, so of course, and this is exactly why I checked in on him. You know, I, I shot him a message. I'm like, Hey, you all right? You know? And he's like, I've just been answering. I was like, I, I figured, <laughs> you know, are you okay? <laughs> and he's just like, it's been exactly what you think it's been. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it has, you know. But, but you're black, so uh, how do black people um Is it do okay this? if, you know, I had chicken for dinner last night, and I want to know if my neighbor thinks, like, bitch, are you serious? You know, first of all, this man has two fucking master's degrees, and you want to sit there and ask him if it is racist for you to fucking pick up KFC and bring it home? Get the fuck out of here, you know? Like, come at, come at this man with something intelligent or get the fuck out of here. And, and it, it, it just floors me, and I, that's why I knew you're going through the same shit, you know? And I was just like, man, I got to stay checking in on dude right now, you know, like B-Man, I know B-Man's out there going through it, you know, because you, you know, you being who you are, B-Man, you know, you're educated, you're eloquent, you know, you, 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 you're just you, you're B-Man, you know, and of course you break the mold, you break the stereotype, you break, and for people that have not dealt with you or a million other intelligent black men out here, you know, they don't know how to take it. Therefore, you become the crown POC in their life, you know, and, and Brian, can you please answer all of my questions about black people? Because I'm not quite certain, but I think that um, it might be racist if I, I like to say black. Is that okay? What? What am I really supposed to be saying? Get the fuck out of here! Like I'm, I'm just fucking blown away. So, I actually uh, this would have been when yeah Wednesday. I had an incident like that actually, uh-huh. where I was in um, I was east east of uh, L.A. proper, and east uh, of L.A. Get the fuck out. <laughs> There was you know, this. Movie. Uh, there, there was this um, older white couple, and uh, they had a. They, they were both like kind of old, old hippies, <clears throat> and uh, they had a um, Black Lives Matter uh, little sign in their yard. So, so you know, I'm thinking, okay, at least I won't get shot here. Ooh. Right. Um, so I go up and start talking to them. And the lady sees me, and the first thing, I kid you not, the first thing she asks was, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine, you know, that's, it, it was a nice uh, sunny day. Little, little She's taking the temperature. She's taking the temperature, and we ain't talking Fahrenheit. And, um, I mean, of, of course, I, I knew what she was talking about, but I, 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 I was trying to be, you know, professional. Sure. That, you know? And I was like, um, and, and then she, I think she thought that I didn't understand what she was saying. Like, oh, come on. But, uh, you know, she's... Well, I mean, you know, considering all this going on, I mean, how, how are you? How are you, how are you really how are you doing? doing? You know, <laughs> um, have have you been around the city lately? And, and oh, uh, so I did. I did say, well, you know, uh, we were instructed not to go around Beverly Hills until last week, so I didn't go out there last week. It's like, oh no. <laughs> um, did you did you have any problems? And I said, well. You know, I was in a neighborhood that where uh, often it's one of the main streets in, in um, 
uh, I think it was maybe Santa Monica, either Santa Monica or Wilshire, one of the main streets around that, around that area where businesses were, were boarded up. And uh, so, yeah, I, I was over there and, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I had all my PPE and on my, my, my ID and all that stuff. So I, I was dressed officially and all, but initially, yeah, I did get a few like little small looks and then they saw that I put my cones out and everything, and, you know, it was fine after that. But it's like, and she just like, she was, she was so mad for me. It was very mm -hmm. bizarre. She's just like, she took her glasses off. Just, it's, it is, Brian, it's all we can do though. No. It's all we can do because you know, and of course, send you your new uniform, which is, dear police, I'm a white woman, you know, um, we can't do nothing else. And it, it's like I said, I straight body block a bitch, you know, if that's what needs to be done, I'm coming to be glued to your side, kid, until you know what well, I'm saying, until well, some shit blow the fuck over, you know? Exactly. And, I mean, to, to, to be clear, like, I wasn't upset or anything. I, I was just... Yeah, no, it, it, I was, know. It, was, it was just more that... Um, we actually talked for about him and her husband, her husband, him and I, and we talked for about half an hour or so because they were, mm -hmm. uh, they, they were asking me questions. Well, they, they, they told stories about when they were protesting in the sixties, you know, and, um, uh, they were asking me. Gotta love them old hippies. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were really cool people, you know, but uh -huh. uh, like, they, like they were asking me questions about, you know, like, oh, it was, I, I can't imagine, um, how I would, tell my children when I was raising them, my grandchildren now, you know, how to, how to um, respond to dealing with the police or how to respond to like all these incidents, you know, and I told her, and I, I told her honestly, I said, look, well, you know, when I was much younger, elementary school, that's when my parents started, started teaching me about, about these things, you know, how to deal with the police, how to, how to react to uh, instances of discriminatory behavior from people and you know how to how to not respond to them and I said and I told her like you know even though they're valuable lessons it's still from a very early age it, it, it puts you on the defensive like you're having to defend simply being yourself you know because you are and like you know and um and and she yeah she was just like she's she I don't know if she cried exactly but she was definitely like emotional about like that you know and and how like when when her kids were younger 